This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. I want to. I'm going to share with you what I would share with my kids if I had ten more minutes with them before I went to heaven. If I had one last ten minutes with my children, I'm going to tell you what I would tell them tonight, and that is to love Jesus with everything. He's the point. He's he's it. He's it. And if it's not Jesus, it's not Christian. It's, it's him. If it's, he's the point of the whole thing. Your, your Bible is about Jesus. Like everything we do, everything we are, our pursuit is about Jesus. If I have one last thing to tell my children, be to love him. To love him. It's where strength comes from. It's where victory over sin comes from. David wrote in Psalm 18, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. Seeing the reason I can kill these tens of thousands is because I'm in love with the man, Christ Jesus. I'm in love with him. This is not as vague uh, of a concept as we think. There is a real God-man at the right hand of the Father who we are married to That's what Isaiah 54, verse 5 says. Do you not know that your maker is your husband? We're married to Jesus. When you got saved, you didn't join a Christian organization. You got married. Are you you hearing me? You, you, You got married to God. He married you. I've told you many times, I cried out for revival for three years, and Jesus said, I'm glad you've called out for revival, but you forgot to tell me you loved me. And that's revival. This, the whole thing. Jesus makes, listen, everything special. That's why he changes. It's like the room. He can change the air. That's why it feels different in this room tonight, because he's really in here. He's here. He's more here than we are. And this is home. This right here, this, this presence, this is home. And, and, and he is his presence. Listen, Jesus is his presence. There's, you can't separate the two. His presence is him being present. He's right here, right now. And here's the deal. You can have as much of him as you want. So any, any thought of the Christian life that is void of Jesus tonight, I want you to forget it and throw it in the garbage and never think of it ever again. I know many of you are preachers here, pastors. Any church growth like formula you learned that was not like Jesus, throw it in the garbage. Man, look, look, we, you all came. How many of you came from out of state tonight? Anyone come from out of state? Look at all these hands. Why You came because he's magnetic. He's amazing. He's beautiful in all of his ways. He's just absolutely gorgeous. Jesus is amazing. He's amazing. He can have holes in his hands and his side and his feet and be raised at the same time. He's phenomenal. He's raised from the dead and wounded. and He's a lion and he's a lamb all at the same time. Alpha and omega and everything in between. And because of that beauty, you came tonight. See, that's why you came. 
That's why we won't tell you who's preaching or who's leading because this is proof that the Lord himself is a magnetic lover draws people towards him. Do you know why? Because he's looking for lovers. He wants you to love him. He's humble enough to ask you to love him. The whole point of you being predestined is that the Lord called you to love him. And there's a request within the call. It's literally the bridegroom saying, will you love me? Am I worthy of your love? Am I worthy of your attention? Is the burning bush worthy of another look? This whole thing is about the Lord. The whole thing. He's beautiful. Maybe you, you, might, be go, you might go to church. You might work in church. You might be a preacher. You might know so much scripture, which is a wonderful thing. But if you don't find Jesus while you're reading, you're missing the whole point. He's still the gardener who walks through the Eden of the scriptures wanting to hold your hand. This is the whole deal. You can hold his hand while you're preaching. You can look at him while you're talking about him. Your heart can be lifted and your feet can be here on the earth. And you can talk about the one you're staring at. I'll never forget the Lord telling me, when you're leading someone to the Lord, don't forget to tell them about the Lord. It's about Jesus. It's not about the prayer they pray. It's though that's important but if they're not talking to the person of Jesus while they're praying it doesn't work altars don't save people I'm just I feel like the Lord is breaking the whole thing down like he's dropping this bomb on everything that's not him on on form with no power on on discipline without satisfaction now discipline's wonderful but it's a wineskin if you go in to be with the Lord there should an exchange should take place are you hearing me Tonight when you come, you should leave tender. You should, something of his nature should like drip into us. It should go deep, like way down into us. We should leave supple. We should leave more fierce. We should leave more bold with a filter of a loving heart. We should be more zealous to speak truth and cut the head off these Goliaths that are, that are harlots, that are harlots, that are, that are stealing their demonic mindsets that Jeremy touched on, that we should cut the head off of them with hearts filled with love. See, David didn't kill Goliath because he hated Goliath. He killed Goliath because he loved the God of Israel and Goliath mocked him. It's not an either or in the glory. It's not. It's not an either or. It's, it's just Jesus who encompasses all things. Encompasses everything. The church is his. Newsflash. The church is his. He he bought it. He bought it with his blood. He bought it. It's what the Bible says that you were not purchased with silver or gold, but with the precious blood of the Son of God. Jesus bought us. He owns us. He bought this night. He bought it all. This is his night. This everything. As I said earlier, your Bible is about Jesus, man. Do you, there's more to the Noah's Ark than a boat. You hear what I'm saying? This whole thing is about him. And I feel like God is arresting us and shaking us out of this monotony. I have the joy of being part of the leadership team at the Send. And I, Lindy texted me before we started tonight. She said, some of the circuit writers are here. And I love you guys. You guys are family. 
But you know, I've been thinking about the sin, and I've been telling our, 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 the leadership team this if there's no glory, there's no sin. The glory is the presence, and the presence is not a <laughs> the presence is not a side issue. If he's a side, if the presence is a side issue, then God is a side issue. Is this too simple? It's only in his presence. It's only in his presence that your needs are met. It's only in his presence that satisfaction takes place. You can go into the prayer closet and never find him. An old nun told me once, I'll never forget it. I was walking into a prayer garden, Basilius Link's prayer garden, and, and, and she, she grabbed my hand. She said, before you go in, can I pray for you? I said, sure. This is what she said. Oh, Jesus, when Michael walks in the garden, please meet him there. It may not sound so deep, but I'll tell you what, I've never walked into a garden <laughs> so full of expectancy and awe in wonder, I felt like when my foot crossed the border that I'd meet with God, and I did. But Jesus changes everything. He changes everything. He changes everything. He changes it all. Do you know, it's only good news because Jesus is the gospel. You see what he's doing here? He's, he, heaven is making it about his son. And he's inviting the church to actually believe that this is really about Jesus. And he's wanting you to bite hook, line, and sinker that this thing is 100% about the Lord Jesus Christ. The whole thing. This whole thing is about the Lord. And he's in the room tonight. He's, he's right here. He's right here. He's, he changed the air. Change the air in here. He's, he comes in and everything reacts to his coming. And when he comes in, he fills everything with himself. That's why the Bible says, He who descended ascended, that he might fill all things with himself. When Jesus walks into a room, he changes it and he possesses it. He says, I'll have that. And so he's captured this moment because we're looking at him. And he wants you to look at him. You can have as much of him as you want right now. He is bread who cometh down, cometh down, present tense. Who cometh down from heaven. I am the bread of God, Jesus said. I'm the bread of God. He didn't say I'm the PowerPoint of God. I'm not the whiteboard of God. I'm not the formula. I'm the bread. That's full-blown experience, experiential exchange. He is right here in the room to be had forever. And that availability is meant to torture us forever. I can have as much of him as I want. 24-7. Even while I'm sleeping, my heart can be lifted and I can feast on the lamb. You know what? He's not only the meal, but he's the guest of honor at the table. It's the feast of the lamb. He's the meal and the host. He's the rock and the water that comes out of it. He's the source. He's the message. He's the goal. You can have him. You can have him right now. Suspended before the eyes of your heart. And this is what Jesus said. Blessed are the pure in heart. They'll see the Lord. They'll see God. And if you're a Jesus school student, you've heard me say this a million times. It's harder. It's very difficult to get closer than within you. He's right there. I mean, he's right here. 
right here. And this is what he said. This is what Jesus said. If you drink, from your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. The condition is the drink. The condition is you seeing him and receiving. The moment you receive a cup, your belly becomes a river. The overflowing river begins with a simple drink. A simple drink. I want you just to close your eyes where you are. I just, just, just lift your hands to the Lord. I, I feel the Lord is going to move through here like a beautiful river of joy and delight. That's what the Bible says, that we are to drink from the river of delight. Of delight. The Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're here. And I invite you to bubble up. I invite you to bubble up and cause a love sickness. Cause a, cause a bridal revival in this room. Cause a bridal revival. Cause a love sickness to take place right here in this room. Bubble up, Lord, I pray that you'd stir the water. Stir the water in here. Stir it. Stir it, Lord. Stir the water. And, and fill every soul that hasn't had living water in so long. Every heart that's cracked. That's right. I release it now in Jesus' name. I release it all over the room all over the room, all over the room. You're the one who's, who's willing to be experienced, Jesus. Holy Ghost, thanks. Thank you that you're the one who introduces us to the Lord. You love Jesus. It's your, it's your greatest pleasure to show us who he is, what he's like, what he loves, what he hates. Raise up ministers unto the Lord here tonight. Raise up ministers unto the Lord tonight. Do it. Do it, Lord. Thanks. Thanks, Jesus. Thanks. Just lift your hands right here in this section. Right here, right in front of me here. Right here, right here. Lift your hands. Joe, Lord, just thank you for it. 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 Just receive, 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 receive. Close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Close your eyes. Just receive, receive new wine. Receive, receive rivers, rivers, rivers of living water. Rivers, rivers, not just one. Rivers of living water. Rivers that intoxicate you, that make you in the world, but not of it, because you've had too much wine. Too much wine to drink. It's, it is. It's waiting on the Lord, you see. It's waiting on the Lord that brings us our strength. It's wine that flows from Emmanuel's veins. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for strength for John. Strength, strength. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, many of you are superhero preachers. You need Jesus, man, just as bad as the person next to you. You, you need the Lord. You need the river of God. You need the move of the Holy Spirit. That's what you need. You need that. That's what David said. I, I, my cup. I. Another way of saying it is, I've been intoxicated. My cup runneth over. I've been intoxicated with the wine of the Spirit, with the river, the river of God. 
the river of the Lord. It's true satisfaction and true food, and it breaks off these difficult, difficult circumstances that we go through. And I break that off you, hope, in Jesus' name. You be in but not of. It won't touch you. It won't touch you in Jesus' name. It won't touch you. 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 Thank you, Father. See, the presence, the presence of God is the diagnostic and the remedy. It tells you what you need. He tells you what you need in the glory. And then it fixes you. He fixes you there. There's no option because the Bible says it's in light that we see light. We need to be in the light to see the light. We need to be with the Lord to see the Lord. It requires the Lord to be like the Lord. It requires the Lord to work with the Lord. It is His presence. It is Him. He's the point of the Bible. He's the point of this meeting. He's the point of your faith. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. The glory is not a mysterious, vague concept. It is a person. It's found in the face of Jesus. This is the glory of God. Second Corinthians says it's found in the face of Jesus Christ. He's right here. He's right here, and He's promised to be with us. There's burning bush all over. There's a burning bush right here for you tonight. And God's calling to you from it. He's calling your name. Waiting to see. Will you give him a second look? Is the Lord worth another look? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how worthy Jesus is to your heart. But if he's, if you think, if you think his resume fits your standard, you might want to give him a second look tonight. You might want to give because this bush, this bush is not consumed in the fire. This is a different bush. This is a different moment. This bush is a little different. You won't know that unless you give him your attention. So you give him your attention and you find that there's a voice coming out of there calling your name. And that's where callings come from. And destinies and identities shift and sickness leaves you when you hear the voice. When you hear the voice coming out of that bush calling your name. Calling your name. Some of you haven't been in the presence in a long time and maybe makes you feel uncomfortable. You say, what do I need to do? You do nothing right now. You don't have to do anything. You have to just have to sit here, whether your flesh is crying out and it's saying, this just feels a little awkward. Let him nail the awkwardness to a tree. He'll do it. He'll do it because you can't fix you. You can't fix you. You might, you might think, well, I'm a prayer person. I'm, a, I'm an intercession person. My friend, let me tell you something right now. I've never had an amazing time of prayer and come out talking about prayer. I've come out talking about Jesus. You see, he eclipses everything. He won't even allow a lesser truth to trump who he is. You're not really even worshiping until you forget you are worshiping. Because he's blinded you to the song and he's blinded you to the key. The melody's not even coming from you. It's bubbling up inside of you. And those are melodies from heaven. You might as well get lost right now. The Lord's flowing might as well get lost you just drink and I don't even matter I tell you I don't even matter right now I don't even matter right now say what's happening in this room well the Lord's coming in 
the Lord comes in. You see, that's what he does. The Bible doesn't say the walls shook in the book of Acts. The Bible says the place they prayed shook. God will shake everything in a place. He'll shake the stuff you can't see. He'll stuff... He'll shake it all. He'll shake the air. He'll shake your spirit. He'll shake your ribs. He'll shake your heart. This is home. This is home. Listen, this is where sin falls off of you. This is where bondage breaks. This is where mindsets that you held on to, like, well, I'm just going to struggle for the rest of my life. Until I die, I won't be free from sin. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And this is where love erupts in your heart. And you're free. You're free. It's not a bunch of no's. It's not you saying no to a bunch of things to be free. It's just one massive yes to Jesus. And all the no's just seem to happen. Chains fall off you in his glory, in his presence, in his presence. And you can go deeper and grab the next veil and the next veil. I'm talking to someone here. I'm talking to some of you who've been in the glory and forgot what it felt like. But tonight Jesus is coming in mercy and in grace and reintroducing you to the substance of the Son of God. More real than we are. More real. You see that weight you feel is not a weight. It's not a lifeless weight. That's the Lord. That's the Lord. It's, it's the Lord himself. And that's what the Bible means when it says Jesus is in the midst. He's right here in the midst. He's here as Savior who awakens your heart. You can have him right now. If you don't know Jesus... You can get saved tonight. You cry out to him. You say, I need to be saved from my sin. Friends, look, there's a real hell. There's a real hell. Of course there is. And it's dark. And there's a place of gnashing of teeth. It's where the worm does not die and the maggot does not die. It's where there's an eternal flame. The only way you can go there is if you just say, this Jesus in the room is not worth having. I don't want him. And you just choose you over the beauty of the one who's in the room. Over the one who's in the room who gave his life for you, who was nailed to a tree, stripped naked so that he'd take your shame, so that you could be clothed in his glory, so that you wouldn't struggle. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to be a slave to sin. That's what the Bible says. He who sins is a slave to sin. Sin is not natural to the Jesus lover. It's not normal. It's not normal because God doesn't improve you when you get born again. He replaces you. He replaces you with himself. You get a new nature. Sin should feel really abnormal to you. Sin should not be your master. Sin should have been nailed to a tree if you met Jesus. But look, guys, if you prayed a prayer and didn't meet him, you can't be saved. There's one in the room tonight who can fill you with power. Because maybe you are born again, but you want your mom to get saved. You want your dad to get saved. You want your family to get saved. You want others to get saved around you. You need the baptizer and the Holy Spirit tonight. And he's right here. He's right here in the room. He's right here to drip fire on your head. To drip fire straight in your, on your head. To ignite you with power. You say, I'm all alone. There's a friend in the room tonight. There's a shepherd in the room who whispers. And the only reason he whispers is so that you'd get a little closer. That's why he won't scream. He uses the tone of his voice to hook you. He's a master romantic. He doesn't whisper for no reason. He whispers so that you'd look and have another look at that bush. Father, thank you. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.